Okay, so what I want to do here, and without doing a lot of editing or any kind of uh, post-production, is just quickly review a way for you to do some deep research on flights and pricing. Now, I wouldn't use this method to actually do any booking. I would just use it to collect data and information and to see what your options are. And then with this data and information, you have a couple of options. One, if you're booking yourself, obviously you can uh, go through the process, but if you're working somewhere where you get reimbursement um, or not, I'm sorry, not reimbursement, where the uh, school's actually paying for your trip and their HR department is usually the one that's sitting down or maybe their business office and they're trying to find you flights, um, you can take this information to them and it will help them chart your course so that they're not just getting the best price, which is what they want, but you are getting um, an acceptable trip in terms of time and layovers. All right. So this website, I'll link this up, is um, uh, matrix.iotasoftware.com. Google owns it now. IOTA software is what everyone is uh, pulling their data from when you go to Expedia and some of these other places. So they're actually pulling data from IATA and I'm sure they have other sources, but this is your way to see what they're seeing before they show you what they want to sell you. Okay. So first I'm going to start with a domestic flight in the United States. So I'm going to type Jacksonville International to Chicago. Okay. And I'm going to go down here and where it says um, exact date, I'm gonna change that to calendar. And then I'm gonna choose my time. Now, I've done a lot of research on this over the last few years. And what I've determined is between 60 and 50 days out, you get some of the best prices. Anything more than that, you can run the risk of getting a ticket that gets refunded fully refunded and returned, actually refunded so fast, it doesn't make any sense. But you get these refunded tickets because the airlines realized you found a deal that they think is too cheap and they can cancel your, your ticket and tell you to book another one. So 60 to 50 days out. So I'm just gonna travel, you know, sometime in November. So I'm gonna say my date range, like I'm gonna travel during this week. So for seven nights. So let's say you wanted to look at the month of June, you would put June 1st and maybe 29 days, something like that. Okay. And then adults, no limit here. I'm going to, I don't want to change airports. So I'm going to turn that off and I only want to see available seats. I don't just want to research. Like if you, if you click this, you're going to see all the flights. So that's actually, if you're researching, you know, the volume of flights in and out of an airport, which I don't think most people do. Okay. And then you can, you know, if you want to travel first class or whatever, you can do this. Now, I actually have used this in the past quite a bit. I choose business class and I will do these massive like data deep dives to see if I can find a, an amazing price on business class. And I have many times. So this isn't actually a, a wasted exercise, but I always start with economy first to, to get my baseline. And you'll get a familiar grid here that most airlines present if you tell them you want to see flexible information. 
Okay. And so you can see like the price, I mean, let's just look at November. Um, so leaving, for example, on the 23rd is significantly cheaper than leaving on the Sunday. Okay. So you can actually start looking at this. Now, these aren't, I wouldn't say these are actual ticket prices, but you can see the demand. You can see the upcharge. You can see what days are likely to be cheaper in real life. So let's say I'm going to fly on the 23rd. I'll click this. And then here's all my flight options. Now I'm going to do another post about air miles and how to know who to sign up for and how that works. But you can see this is uh, heavily like an American serviced route. So if I wanted to book at this point, and this is something that most people don't realize, the smartest thing to do is to go to American Airlines, sign up as a customer, like get a free account and do your booking that way. Um, long-term, it's much better for you. You're going to get air miles, uh, immediately. You will get better options for boarding. You will get better options for upgrades. You're not going to save that much using, uh, a discount service. And if you book on American, you're very unlikely to have your ticket, uh, changed at the last minute. If you book on Expedia or some of these other sites, you can get those emails that say you've been rescheduled. You're very unlikely to do that if you book direct. Okay. So, so that's it. And you can, you know, if you want to see more about the flight, which I'll get into in just a moment, you can click that and you get your flight numbers. Okay. And we're going to do this again with the international flight, but you get your flight numbers, your price breakdown, all that. And if you're look, if you're booking for multiple people, this is pretty cool, especially if you have uh, like children or infant in lap, you can see how that actually works and which airlines are charging you more for carrying an infant or booking children. Um, sometimes it's not transparent in the, in the ticket prices. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump back here. <clears throat> All right. Now I'm going to clear this and I'm going to do a fun exercise. Shanghai to LA. Okay, and I'm going to choose the calendar function, and I'm just going to look at month of November. Now, recently, people have been complaining about these flight prices, and I get it. I mean, so let's take... 31,000. Let's go here. $4,000 for one person. It's crazy. All right. So let me, let me jump in here. Let's look at this date and let's look at some techniques here that we could use to, uh, figure out how we could do this flight and, uh, maybe save a little bit of money. All right. So Cathay, let's just click here. So Shanghai is going to go to Hong Kong and then Hong Kong is going to go to LA. Right. So, and we're looking at the price here and you can see where some of these spikes are in price. So first flight's cheap. This flight is expensive. 
that flight's expensive. This flight's cheaper. So what if I do this? All right, so I'm going to go check the cheapest one here on the grid. So this flight from Shanghai to Hong Kong. Okay, my total price is 4747. Um, let's say I wanted to do this. What I would want to do at this point is copy all of this information. Now you can print it or you can copy it as text and paste it. The idea is we're gonna need this information because if we wanna do this itinerary, it's not gonna all be on one ticket. And so when we go to HR or business office or whoever and help us book it, they're gonna need to see all these flights to line them up for us. And they, uh, you know, if they're focused on saving money, they'll probably like this. So don't worry about the hassle, you know, present them with the option. They can always say no and spend more money. Don't, don't worry about that. I think that's on them. Okay, so now I'm gonna go Hong Kong to LA. So remember we were at 31,000. So let's see if we can get below 31,000. And I think we can. So I think we're below half price now. So if we were to do this on two separate tickets, it's clear that we can save money, a significant amount of money. We actually, um, it, it looks like we can come in well under 20,000. So that's why this is really, really valuable in terms of research, okay? I normally avoid these. It doesn't matter how cheap they are. So a co-chair means that like United and ANA are working together. So if you're part of United's mileage program, you also get your miles on ANA and you can work with either ANA or United to deal with your ticket or whatever. Multiple airlines will give you multiple tickets, but sometimes these airlines are not communicating. You usually only get air miles on maybe one of the carriers, not all of them. And if there's a problem, they just can't really help you very quickly. Um, that that's why I try to stay on either one airline or use a code share instead of multiple airlines. Okay. So just let's recap, uh, when using the flight matrix, the idea is that you're trying to get data and information to help you plan. First, you just put in your full destination and you see if it looks fair, if you're being overcharged, whatever, if it looks fair and it's within your budget, just move on. Don't waste your time. If it's obviously excessive and you know that your school is not going to be able to reimburse it, then break it down. Look at the big flight, look at all the pieces, and then look at the pieces individually. Copy or print. I recommend just printing it out and then highlighting it with highlighter. Go into your business office, go into HR and say, hey, you know, I found an amazing like flight itinerary. Can you help me book it? And guess what? It's within budget and actually under budget. So that's all I have for this one. The next one is going to be focused mostly on mileage programs and how to uh, work with your school to get the most out of these international sectors. And if you do it right, and here's the reason you're going to tune in next time, if you do it right, your domestic flights, especially like in the US, Canada and Europe can be free.